Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We do not enter the field of battle lightly, neither in heart, nor body, nor mind, nor do we exit it lightly. We leave a piece of us behind, and sometimes the cost of defending the innocent exceeds anything we could ever think to pay. There's only one word for this, sacrifice. And whether it be recognized in the present or in some distant time or never at all, this is the hero's duty. New costume, same old Dick Grayson. Does the suit make the man or does the man make the suit? Nightwing is upon us. We are talking DC's Titans Season 2, Episode 13, Season Finale, Nightwing. The After Buzz After Show starts right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. <laughs> That's right, everybody. I don't know what we're going up against, but I can guarantee you it will not be pretty. <laughs> As I look at the prettiest of panels <laughs> nice and myself, we are the Titans 3. Mm-hmm. I feel like all three of us would never join the Titans, but I will tell you one <laughs> no, thing. We, we will panel and talk about it as much as possible. And that is us, the DC Titans panel, as we're getting into DC Titans Season 2, Episode 13, the season finale, Nightwing. Did it feel like a season finale or not? Let us know in the comments below as I introduce the illustrious panel all the way to my left, DC's reigning champ, Jeff yes. K. Phillips Morrison, the 15th. I was just making sure you're going to get the name right. It's been a minute. So, yeah. I'm good to happy to be here. Happy to talk DC Titans in the fun, finale. Yeah, I think I, I think I could add in one last one more last name for you. I feel Junior. One Junior. Yeah, it is yes. Junior. Junior the fifth. And of course, to my left, the queen of the DC critics, <laughs> Chauncey Kelly Robinson. Chauncey Kathy Robinson. Hey y'all. That's right. The K stands for Kelly. Stands for Kathy. It stands for Kelly. And I'll tell you what I stand <laughs> for. I stand for all of you at home. I am Tehran. If you're asking who I am, I am Tehran. Nay, shall I say it? I am Nightwing. I feel like we're all Nightwing. No, I'm not Nightwing. No, I'm definitely not. <laughs> I'm perplexed. Not. <laughs> well, we're going to get into those overall thoughts as we break down this week's episode. DC's Titans Season 2, Episode 13, Nightwing, the season finale. Of course, we're going to talk Nightwing. Nightwing got a title, so he gets his own his own uh, topic. Uh, Rose by any other name. Rose came through and went through Deathstroke. Uh, Jericho speaks. Yeah, he does. Phase two. We get a bit of a phase two. Cadmus, help has arrived. We're going to break that down. Connor, please eliminate the Titans. That Connor, Titans fight. Rachel and Gar, that touching moment. See what I did there? Um... Corey, not Starfire, that's for real. Donna dies, spoiler alert, or is it? Dick and Bruce live, or they just know how to stay alive. Hawk and Dove, 
Should they call it quits? Uh, Bruce has never been to Aleko. Ooh, we kind of predicted that one. Actually, I did. Harley was uh, Harley. <laughs> wow. Uh, Chauncey was wrong. <laughs> Sorry. I just, uh, you know, a little crazy. Aliens Amongst Us, what's next for us all? Our special segment. How that wasn't very smart. Yeah, I just call it How Stupid Are You, You Dumbass. <laughs> but that wasn't very smart. Much better title. Mm-hmm. News and gossip. Predictions going into season three and so much more. What were your overall thoughts on this episode, Jeff? I wasn't happy with it. Um, we kind of we kind of talked about it last episode. How I didn't want the main finale to be halfway through the episode, and that is exactly what I got. They knocked out both main villains in the first twenty minutes of the episode, so it was really kind of upsetting. Um, we're, we don't even have to get into Donna because we are going to later. That was a whole mess in itself. But yeah, I didn't like this episode. John C. Um, I think this episode had a few highlights in it. I think overall, I'm really excited for season three because I'm hoping that now that we have the team completely together, that it'll get better. But there were a lot of plot holes. Like Jeff said, they killed off what was supposedly the main villain in the first 20 minutes of the episode. And it was kind of very anticlimactic. And just a lot of things weren't earned to me. Like the final group scene and all that stuff, that just wasn't earned this, this season at all. Like there were characters who straight up disrespected other characters and they were all like I miss this. Miss what? The dysfunction? Like none of this was none of that was earned. It was just so it it felt very rushed to me and I just felt like they nerfed certain uh characters, you know, and it was all for plot. You know, they let so they made they took away certain characters' powers so that other characters could seem useful in my opinion. It's very interesting you said that because until your description I would have been in agreement, but then mm-hmm. I realized I too miss the dysfunction of our team <laughs> when I am away. Uh-huh. So I can understand missing a dysfunction and being a part of the team. The Deathstroke storyline of ridding yourself of the main villain, an amazing villain, and underutilizing him throughout an entire season did not sit very well with me. Uh, I am looking forward, however, to a season three. And a four and a five because I do inevitably enjoy this show, even though it frustrates me because it could be a much better show. And the reason I feel that way is because as my partner in crime on the other end of this microphone, Ryan Nielsen, can attest to, Watchmen is such a wonderful show. And if Watchmen writers were a part of the Titans writing, then we could also be able to develop a full storyline. Ryan Nielsen, do you agree? I'm going to take that as he concurs. His yeah. silence speaks yeah. volumes, to be very honest. <laughs> it speaks silence volumes. on so many levels. Just he does not want to go on record to say these things. But the truth is, this was a failed finale. This mm-hmm. was a mid-season episode. Mm-hmm. This was an episode 11 of 13. They did to us in this finals what they did to us when it began where we missed out on a Trigon experience. I've brought that up several times throughout this year, and I will continue to do so. However, I will agree with Chauncey K. Robinson for one thing only. Chauncey, Kathy, I feel (laughs) that it did definitely have highlights. It did. It definitely had highlights. And one of those highlights was Nightwing, if only by name. (laughs) What were your thoughts on the Nightwing plot line? 
Um, I thought it was cool they didn't waste too much time on him being there. They, he kind of just jumped in, into the fight. And uh, I love the fight between him and Deathstroke. And seeing Rose join that, I did I did enjoy that. Kind of get to see his suit in full effect, get to see what kind of new gadgets he has and everything. So I, I enjoyed that, but it's still, it was too quick. It was at the beginning of the episode. John C. It was, um, it was fine. I mean, this was what so many people were anticipating online and all this other stuff. Um, there was leaked footage of him already, already surfacing everywhere. So it was a little anticlimactic for me because I was just like, well, you know, we've uh, seen this in a way. And then to have Ravenger, uh, am I saying right? Ravager, right? Mm-hmm. Her come in and basically be the one to kill Deathstroke anyway. It was like, well, what was all that build up the Nightwing? He literally said, I'm the only one that can fight him. And then Ravager is the one that actually stabs him. I just, once again, it was like anticlimactic. I love his look. I love that finally maybe Grayson has gotten it together in terms of characterization. That's the one thing that I'm very happy about. That was the highlight for me, him seemingly making amends with so much stuff because the whole Donna dying thing could have been another aspect of him to brood over and Mm -hmm. he's chosen not to. So that was a highlight, but I do think they built up this Nightwing thing so much that it just didn't hold the same kind of weight that it could have had it been maybe a little bit earlier or maybe just not with all this baggage on it. I will say that I was not as big a fan. I was much more of a fan of the leaked footage than I was of seeing the suit in action. There was just something about it that was just a little off. I didn't really like the little nightstick he had. That was just an electric stick. What, <laughs> right. what did you think? Were we tasing people? Are we yeah. cattle prodding? What, what are we doing? What mm-hmm. are we doing with that stick? That glow stick. There's a lot of attention that's coming to you with the stick. I I I did also not like the fact that Rose was the one to kill Deathstroke mm-hmm. and so easily. Yeah. Deathstroke took out all of them mere couple episodes before. Yeah. As if it was nothing. And then now everyone sits in the car while the two least likely fighters are the ones fighting Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. Not saying that Dick Grayson shouldn't be fighting Deathstroke. No, yeah. Just saying that he's had his ha- ass handed to him fighting Deathstroke before. And then Rose, his daughter, who, when they were doing sword stuff, I was thinking, well, the father clearly had a secret move that he did not teach his daughter and was going to do the same to her. Had Rose died in this episode and not Donna, had Rose died in that fight and Deathstroke escaped, that would have made it way more interesting. It would have mm-hmm. made more sense. It would have made more sense had Rose been the one. Because why would she be the one to be able to, you know, stab him and then she knows about Jericho, you know what to do? Well, if you, I mean, what is, like, what is going, like, it was just so many. I'm not going to necessarily say plot holes. I'm going to say they assumed that we would just get it with certain things. Like, the way all of it came together right there and the fact that, you know, yeah, like, that Nightwing, you know, he got his butt handed to him again in a way. Like, had she not been there, he probably would have been Nightwing again. So what was the point to the buildup? Yeah, I didn't I didn't even like the Jericho aspect of it. I thought there was going to be some kind of payoff for that as well. And just, like, her, him sharing a body with his sister, that doesn't give me anything. And then nothing. And then we got nothing no- from Jericho. Not even, not even a, like... Like, yeah, like a thumbs up or or an "I love you" sign or something after that. I, after his did. speech, I yeah. think he did like some sign. Did he do sign language? Yeah, he was like, "What's up?" When he started signing, that was him. No, no, no. I mean, later in the oh, episode, okay. I yeah. mean, well, yeah. Rose becomes Jericho, becomes Rose, and then nothing. Exactly. Yeah. 
then we literally don't see anything from them again. And you kind of wonder why in the midst of that they couldn't have, because this is what I'm talking about, them mixing up, um, them mixing up, uh, powers and deciding who was going to have powers and who was going to choose power. And this happened a lot, especially with Donna's death. Who who was going to be utilized in that moment so it could make sense of what happened? Because even when Connor's going nuts and they, he has, you know, Dick gets the great idea to have it so Rachel goes into his mind, why not make Jericho control Connor and stop mm-hmm. him for a bit? You know, to control his body and then, like, incapacitate him for a bit. Like, all of a sudden, it's forgotten that Jericho can literally jump into people. I think it's just so frustrating how little they use Jericho, but how much they tried to, like, make him a big deal. We used a whole episode to give us a backstory, and they just like, oh, he's in Rose's body now. He didn't even, like, they didn't even use him in the fight. They could have just used him to distract Deathstroke. Would have made it more reasonable for them two to kill him. It was just a waste. I, I hated that we now even had a whole episode for him, because for what? My problem with the Donna power thing is going to come up later mm-hmm. when we talk about Donna dying. Yeah. As far as Nightwing, I enjoyed getting Nightwing. We've been building up to Nightwing. However, I agree. It was anticlimactic because we had heard so much about Nightwing. It should have been much more special. Mm-hmm. There should have been much more flair to the Nightwing buildup. It should have been happier, right? Like the only moment we got was when he says, not earned at all, to Hank, I missed this. Like, dude, he punched you last time. Like, you know, when he was about to leave out. What did you miss exactly? Like, the disrespect? You know what I mean? Like, this should have been a happier moment that Nightwing came on and he's so cool. Because, you know, when Nightwing in the comics and the cartoons, he has a little bit of a, you know... A, a, a flair. Yeah, mm-hmm. a flair to him. And he has a lot to say. He's yeah. actually very talkative and this Nightwing is not. Yeah, yeah. And, they're, and they're keeping him kind of the... Not broody because now he's made amends, but they're still keeping the kind of stoic Batman thing, which is is different from Nightwing, right? Mm -hmm. That's not Nightwing necessarily. So I'm like, where are we going with this? Yeah, I hope he kind of grows into it. Maybe we'll do a time jump slightly in uh, season three, and he would have come into kind of being his own kind of character a bit more as Nightwing. Which I think might happen because we see the, oh, guys, there's something bad happening, and we already have Titan fans, so a lot lot is going to go that way. Rose killing... Deathstroke was something that everyone has touched on before as we get into the topic of Rose. Mm -hmm. Killing Deathstroke. Rose coming clean with Jason, killing Deathstroke. Did we feel that Rose should have been the one to slay the villain? Um, I think for her to make a full full transition over to being a Titan, I feel like she needed to. Because last thing we knew that Dick found out that Rose was double-crossing them. So all of a sudden she's there and he's like just teaming up with her. It didn't it didn't seem right. It didn't make sense. But like for her to be part well, of the team. she gave a speech. She did give a little <laughs> bit of a speech. Yeah, but for her, for her to be part of the Titans going forward, I needed more. All right, it needed to happen though. Yeah, I think what you got with this. No, I don't think she should have been the one to kill Deathstroke. I think maybe she could have given him a lap, like one of the blows as like, oh, my daughter. But then this is the thing, too. That wasn't even earned because like she had just found him some weeks ago. It wasn't mm-hmm. even like, oh, my gosh, my wonderful daughter who I love so much is the one to kill me. They didn't that didn't even build up. It was just like, oh, yeah, I figured out how to kill my dad that I met like a month ago, you know. So even that wasn't earned. So it was kind of like, well, what was the significance of her being the one to kill him since she wasn't even as close to him as Jared? was close to him either you know Mm -hmm. and so then with Rose I feel like if they really want to show how gritty this show can be they would make it so people
people kept grudges a bit more in the sense of kind of the way Hank and Don were keeping grudges against Dick he, in a way. They did. You know? They would do the same thing with Well, until he got a new suit. Once yeah. he got a new suit, yeah, it was, it was like, oh, yeah, it's cool. We're so happy you're here. But it was like, you know, they should do the same thing with Rose. Everyone should not be accepting of Rose sitting at that table. Yeah, she felt a little hesitant, but then she sat down and no one said anything. I didn't even, we didn't even get a camera pan to anyone looking at her weird, like, yo, why is she here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she should kind of pay a little bit. She should, that. a little. I mean, she did try to initially double-cross the team and join the team. Jason's not there anymore because of her, pretty much. Like, he, she drove the wedge between Jason and the rest of the team. She was actually very effective. But she is now part Jericho. Jericho has entered her, and he spoke, and he brings up his Titan speech. What were your thoughts on that? I, I wasn't really there for it just because, like, I needed more. I wanted to see physically see him because, like I said earlier, we've talked so much about him. He had his own, his own episode. Why are we just getting it through Rose? Yeah, I felt like maybe it was a way to just kind of justify Rose sticking around. You know, like maybe she just, that's what she'll talk through. Jer- she'll be Jericho too, guys. Two characters for one. You know, and I, I felt like, once again, like I don't think it was earned anything with Rose was really earned this season. And so I think maybe the connection with Jericho was the the thing of, like, this is the reason why she needs to stay around, y'all. Like, they're telling us, the audience, like, this is this is why she needs to be her redemption arc. But we didn't care for her redemption arc necessarily. Ryan, can you please tell us if the chat feels that Jeff and Chauncey are just being negative Nancys, or is there any merit to what they are saying? Is there any merit? Well, the chat is lighting up. And by the way, if you refresh uh, the page, the chat will be lively. By the way, Chauncey, just letting you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we got Nicholas Kelly just going off saying, wow, two years. And this is how we. This is what we got for the finale for Titans. Uh, Toby Salib saying, I wanted more of the team. I wanted more of the gar. Uh, the best that they can do. Yes. Uh, captured. They're over it. Freddie L. Yeah, felt bad for those two baby girls. Just a lot of people, you know, a little deflated. It is. It is a overall theme. Is people are a little deflated, but we did get some highlights. Phase two comes to pee, and we see Gar attacking everyone in a coffee shop, and now attacking everyone in a carnival. Yeah, uh, Gar was in a fair. Poor Gar. Gar, Superboy. <laughs> Poor was... Gar. What about the people he killed? I think people forget that he Gar has just massacred yeah. people. He didn't mean Doesn't it. matter. It's manslaughter Can we at the talk very about least. That too, how everyone clapped for all of them at the end. That it just didn't make sense. Thanks for saving us, guys. Saving us from, from you. Each other. From you. Like, two of the people were clapping. Literally destroyed everybody that was there and everything. What is the reason to clap? That didn't make sense. Why didn't anyone just go? Oh my God! It's them and run away. It's like he's no he's his face is everywhere now. They know if you see a tiger, especially a green tiger, to run away. That's what they're doing. I didn't like it. There's no repercussions for it. It just seemed kind of pointless. Mm-hmm. And also the tiger just seemed as if <laughs> No, I mean CGI tiger. The tiger's great, <laughs> but we got a little too much tiger. I feel that we could We got too much tiger. We hardly got him in the whole season. No, I'm talking about this episode. It's just the tiger. (laughs) Just like you didn't have to kill everyone as a tiger. Gar could have just killed people. And on top of that. He could have turned into something else. I would have loved for him to turn into something else. Biting people. Exactly. Something. I don't know why that's (laughs) what you have in your mind. Johnson K. Robinson, who hurt you. But my thing is. I would have liked Gar. This was a chance for Gar to enhance his powers. They could have said, we told him to change into this, and he was able to do so. 
And with him not changing, that's just another reason why the Cadmus storyline was worthless. Because him going there to, to do what? Like, be their puppet and go through their brain for a little bit? It doesn't make sense. It was kind of like a worthless storyline. It, it was. just to bring Connor in. Yeah, and then so all this talk about start phase two. And what you find out is that it's just about bidding on a super soldier. Which actually Lex made Luth- sense to me. Okay, but mm-hmm. Lex Luthor's made sense already to me. rich. What is he really necessarily trying to Power. do? Mm-hmm. See, okay. the concept is once you once you are the provider for governments, you have a lot of power. We don't need Boeing or or Halliburton or these companies that whose main focus is a lot of the military industrial complex. They're not necessarily the wealthiest companies, but they have a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And that and that I actually I actually bought into the Connor is up for bid to create super soldiers and to show what they're worth, and the bidding went up, and it was at a hundred million, but it should have went up to billions of dollars. But even this whole thing with okay, so I get that. I can agree with you halfway on that. What I don't get is the reason why suddenly Gar is so important to Phase One. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know we're going to show you that he can really hit a tiger hard. Like they didn't, like you said, they didn't even enhance Gar's powers. Like I thought maybe they make him like a you know. Like a gorilla, like crypto, mm-hmm. you know, like the like yeah, a gorilla something, or a tiger that powerful. can shoot lasers himself or something, something that could actually. I don't go need up a tiger that can shoot lasers. <laughs> I don't know where. Okay, you seem like you're one of the writers on, <laughs> on the uh, CW. What shows. superpower do we want? Laser. Because why why that display? Why the display of Gar? Why not just anything else but a tiger? He literally just turned into an animal, like that. He's always turned into. Yeah. And mm-hmm. When Connor punches a tiger. Connor is half Superman. Tiger should have died. Gar yeah. doesn't have any super strength. Gar is simply a metamorphosis into animals, an anamorph. Yeah, he is an anamorph. Yeah. So that's that's all you are. And you, you're supposed to get the powers of these creatures, but a tiger gets punched by Superman also dies. Yeah. Yeah. And Con- a- okay. No, just go. No, I was just going to say, like, and others are saying in the chat, like, Nicholas is saying about Gar, where it's like, after all this happens to him, it's like, you know, he's moping a little bit, but then he's like, yeah, it's, go- it's like, when are we going to get some- When are we going to remember we just murdered <laughs> yeah. 80 people? Yeah. And on top of that, what happens to Gar's clothes each time? He doesn't even rip them off, they just disappear. <laughs> it's just, that's just another one of the plot holes. They're just like, no, we're just not going to. And Rachel smiled very hard when, okay, anyway. So we'll get into. <laughs> Cadmus, though, that plan, I did buy into the plan. I did understand where that came from. And I appreciated it. It does seem like a Lex Luthor thing to me. But wasn't it kind of thrown in into this season? Yeah, like, so just to kind of make no it clue. so Connor, like, had a subplot? You know, like, all, even the whole thing of going into his mind and stuff. You know, it was kind of like, I can't find the light. He's been alive for two months. Like, mm-hmm. what is what, what, what about the light does he really know? Like, how was he really broken down that badly? I just, nothing was earned in this episode. I think we're kind of hurt by what we talked about last week about how Lex Luthor was supposed to be the villain of the next season. So, like, this would have felt more earned and deserved next season. But knowing that it's not going to be, it's kind of just, like, wasted time. And we see that throughout this episode. But it seems like something they did with Swamp Thing where you set up a lot of... and then quickly change the script or something because we have to change the direction. Yeah. At least the show didn't get canceled, I guess. That's what we're hoping for. Uh, from Swamp Thing, a revival, where we're still with it. Hashtag sway, save Swamp Thing. That's right, Ryan Nielsen. Hey, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, <laughs> please look at Titan so we get that Connor is... Don't worry about the hashtag. Connor is <laughs> being controlled by Cadmus mm. 
in the, in a very similar manner. With Gar, it's the music. For, the music sets him off. With Connor, it's just direct mm-hmm. uh, control, command. There's a center. They tell him what to do. It's an earpiece, and he does it. Yeah. I just don't understand the reasoning. What was the reasoning to make him a hero in that sense of him going against Gar? He could have just shown his powers in breaking stuff. If they're bad, why why not just show how bad you are? Like, what was the point of bringing Gar into that? So, I mean... Well, the point of bringing Gar is to say that there is a, a threat uh, that is hyper-enhanced human threat, and you need to protect yourself, and the only way to do so is by having your own personal hyper-enhanced human. Okay. So that's where I think the conflict resolution came to play. What my consistent situation is with this particular trope is the fact that Connor goes from two-month-old to mindless soldier to I need the light to I'm on the Titans. Yeah. (laughs) All within (laughs) ten minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very rash. Who are you? You look familiar. You know, Dick Grayson, we kind of talked a while ago. It's fine. It's whatever. Like, I just... It doesn't make sense. It like, probably would have made more sense for Corey to go into his brain. I mean, since they took her power, she could have done something mm-hmm. else. Or they could have <laughs> brought, brought back the scientist that flew away on crypto. Eve. Yeah, Eve Watson. Like, where was she? Like, I, I mean, of course they didn't have time, right? Like, it was not like, oh, let's go find Eve in like an hour or something. So they had to think of something. But it was kind of weird to me that... But they didn't need to find Eve. There's destruction going on. Eve finds out about it and comes into play. Mm-hmm. Flying yeah. on a flying yeah, dog. Yeah, maybe she could have been the one to go on. But they needed... Well, it made a little more sense to me. I do feel like they needed to once again show that Nightwing can be the leader, that he has a connection with each person in a way that he can kind of bring people down. Uh, so it, it made sense that he was the one to think of that and the one to go in. But once again, it was like even in the dream of like finding the light, you know, it was a very, it was a very uh, pretty scene. You know, them in the field and stuff like. That. But once again, it was like it where, reminded where, where me was this of, from? Of, um, the, super, the ranch, Smallville. Rem- yeah, Smallville. It ranch. reminded me of actually Gladiator. Where we were totally on different yeah. wavelengths. That's the that's the play. I feel that that was part of the the look they were going for. Yeah, I mean, there. I mean, it was picturesque. I mean, that's the thing about the show. It looks good at times, minus CGI stuff, things here and there. But it's kind of like, I feel like there's this idea of that would be a cool scene or this would be a cool thing for this character to do. And people aren't talking to each other to make it cohesive. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why Why is Dick the one that talks to Connor? Why not Corey, who was the one that saved him at one time? So she's not just playing semi-comic relief this episode with her suggestions. Especially since she has no powers. Yeah. Let's talk about Corey and... And she's not Starfire. What happened to her powers? They didn't really say. Unless unless I miss like they didn't really give a full explanation of what was going on. You didn't see in last episode? It, uh, not no. not episode twelve, episode twelve point five, where a lot of things happened that none of us saw. <laughs> I must have missed that episode. Yeah, oh, like, you didn't see that one? Oh, yeah. Well, so it was, it was kind of the idea that all this stuff happened in, what was it, Elko or something. That one that wasn't really Bruce that went to go see them, right? And then at the dinner table, Corey's like, oh, my gosh, maybe it was, like, what's, what's going on? Maybe it was Rachel this whole time, and then somehow she's getting more powerful while my powers are, like, got dwindled? Like, what happened? But they didn't Why really would explain they, it. Why would that even be 
a hypothesis. Exactly. Where was she from that? Where was come this coming from? Why would she even go to the idea of and it being think that racial? That's a thing that could happen. Like, why would they even go to that? Yeah, why would they go to the idea that it was even racial or that her power's not? And why? And it's like with Corey, she's chilling. She's talking to Bruce. So thank you so much for bringing us together. No one's talking to her about the fact she is powerless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is someone going to have a conversation with no the fact goes, that Corey, hey, Corey has no way, powers? I have a question. Um, <laughs> last week. Mm. <laughs> You yeah. that thing you did with the with the with the fire? Yeah. Like you just summon the power of the sun or something? <laughs> like Donna sort of mentioned it to her, like, oh, we have you guys, but then she was like, you know, Corey said my power is on the fritz, and everyone's like, oh, well, that's inconvenient. And then they moved on. They moved like, on. And like, it was like, hold hey, are up. you okay? <laughs> what's this wrong? What's going princess on? to be queen. Like, and they they even kind of made it so she wasn't that, like, concerned about trying to figure, like, you talking to Bruce about, thank you for helping us. I'd be talking to Bruce Wayne, Batman, about, hey, is there somebody you can talk to about mm-hmm. one? I there need was a, a lot of situations <laughs> to get like back that. Home. And I'll tell you because, <laughs> oh, Bruce Wayne, you weren't at Alico? Oh, you weren't? Because we all went because we thought you, let's communicate. Let's mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. Let's have a conversation. Why is this happening? Let's figure out this mystery. And Not, I, oh, you weren't there? Oh, maybe <laughs> it's Rachel. Yeah, let's have powers. this side conversation. You and you and me, Don, who I've hardly talked to this whole time. She's, that never, you dis- she's never exhibited <laughs> these powers, but I think that's what it is. It's probably Rachel, yeah, who conveniently left. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was, you know, what was convenient was the script. The script writing was <laughs> yeah. convenient. They needed to tie up season two because what it was, I think they wrote themselves into a corner. They opened up a lot of lines and they needed to finish them because they weren't going into season two with it, luckily, because, like, at the end of season one, we had that open-ended thing that totally switched everything around. So, I mean, I'm, I the highlight for me is that they did tie stuff up. It was just the way it was tied up was not well done. And the whole thing with Corey being powerless, I just felt like it was too convenient because with her powers, mm-hmm. she would have killed Deathstroke. She would have been the one to probably do it because she was close to doing it last time before he threw those bomb things at her. And she would have been able to help and probably take out Connor too. She's got super strength. I mean, Donna did it, but we also know she was slightly nerfed. And like, <laughs> she she would have been able to help Donna in that yeah. situation too. 100%. But... <laughs> Season one, for all its faults, was actually streamlined. Season yeah, two mm-hmm. was it all really over the was. place. Yeah. Season one, we we had no problems with season one except for its ending, which happened in season two, mm-hmm. which was not great. Yeah. Season two has felt very short. And the problem is we love this show so much. Yeah. We love this show so much we have an after show. In fact, it's we enjoy each and all every single one of the comments you leave below, the theories, the thoughts, uh your comments in the live chat. Anything going on in the live chat, Ryan? Oh my goodness, the live chat. Chauncey, you I mean, this so thing alive. is crazy. Yeah, this thing, we got Eric nuts. James, Raven bringing Donna back. Uh, there have been a, a lot more positive comments since we last uh, Good. talked. But um, so, yeah, I think some people are, it, it's split. It's split. There's some deflation. Uh, I think some people are expecting a little more, but they're still happy the show exists. Well, we all are. We all yeah, are. But thank I you so much, get, each yeah. and every one of you, for the comments below. Yeah, they, you guys literally make us the ESPN of TV talk, whether it's through the comments, through the live chat. Just remember to continue watching because we love interacting with you guys. So subscribe. If you guys are listening, give us that five stars. And you guys make us the ESPN of TV talk. So it's just as simple as that. We appreciate you so much. And we do have some things to go through. We'll go through it with Dick and Bruce. 
they have their conversation. Was that the real Bruce? We're hoping, right? I think it was this time because everyone saw him at the dinner table. <laughs> no, at the dinner table, but I meant their conversation, just those two. Maybe it wasn't him. Who knows? Why does it doesn't matter at this point? That was <laughs> like, that's literally talking. that's literally what I was saying. I was like, it doesn't matter because it, there's Bruce, then there's not Bruce, and there is. It's like. <laughs> At this point, I didn't realize, I didn't understand why he was in it so much. He's a plot device. They literally use Batman, Bruce Wayne, 80 years No Batman. Of... They do not use Batman. He is Batman, We though. did not see Batman. He's... I do not we believe Bruce Wayne is always Batman. Batman. You may have problems, but he was Batman. He is Batman. And they, they, they basically demoted this 80-year-plus character to a plot device mm-hmm. for this whole season. He's 80? Well, his his they legend, the legend like of it. Batman, is eighty years old, and you know they demoted this guy to basically a plot device for you know um, Dick's man pain for most of the season. It was just, and then also Dick and Bruce have the loveliest chat where Dick is just forgiving Bruce, and right? he's always been there. And also another thing is Nightwing seems to always need Bruce. Mm-hmm. As much as we're the whole concept of Nightwing is, I'm Nightwing now. I no longer am attached to Bruce. However, this Nightwing is very dependent from the suit to the place to who he is and what he wants to do. Everything is Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping this is like a one-season Bruce. Unfortunately, I love Bruce Wayne. I love Batman, but I hope it's just a plot to move on past him. And I hope that we get the Nightwing that we've all expected in through the comics in season I three. will say the one thing that came out of this Bruce Wayne. What? The one thing that's totally positive, something that's strong, something I never expected and watching his portrayal of Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. I have never been so excited for Robert Patterson to be. <laughs> wow, I knew Bruce it was Wayne. something like that until now. Like now, I'm even excited. I'm like, yo, the guy from Twilight. Yeah, he's yeah, he's Batman. <laughs> I was like, if that was Bruce Wayne, anybody can do this. I actually, you know, we took the poll and it seemed split down the middle. Like viewers seemed to be like half and half. That I'm- was when you were on air. After <laughs> no, we realized an overwhelming at, amount. No, I looked at the comments. Y'all were commenting. We appreciate that. And it was, you know, still split. People were still like, you know, they liked his interpretation. I liked his interpretation, too. I just hated the fact that they reduced him to a plot point. I was mm-hmm. I was actually happy he actually talked to someone directly. I love the fact that Corey actually talked to him directly, even though that was totally the wrong kind of conversation to have with him, given that she needed a ship and her powers back. But, yeah, it was... Um, we probably won't see him as much next year. Well, we could be split on the Bruce Wayne, but most people are not split on the concept of Hawk and Dove. Who's, what are your thoughts? How so? Like, split, like... We'll get into that, that news, they shouldn't be here news and gossip. However, <laughs> as, as of now, Hawk and Dove are together? No. Not Hawk and... Well, Hawk and Dove... Are together. They're together. But Hank, Hank and Don... <laughs> Hank and Don, they're broken up. I, I We talked about this last week, but I hate that <laughs> he just came back, Hawk, Hank, whatever. He just came back and acted like he was fine. Dog, you were o- you OD'd, like you were going back to your drugs and everything, and the next couple of days you're back ready to save lives and everything. It doesn't make sense. It's not realistic for anybody's life. So as a person, like if... So Starfire realistic, Donna realistic, Connor realistic, but Hank's... Battling drug addiction and then being able to be okay. If he's a real person and you're dealing with a real thing, a real topic on TV, you should have real repercussions. That's how I feel about it. And I did. I don't want them. Unfortunately, I don't want them back. I don't see them <laughs> moving the story forward at any point next season. So I. Yes, because Dove, Dove belongs with 
dick. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I think I think Dick should be in a relationship with with Dove and Starfire. That's my wow. Opinion. Of course, you would think That's that. Right. Nightwing is a player. Right, exactly. I I, That's think, what I think. Let me. They I call will him say, Dick for nothing. I do not Crazy. outwardly dislike. Um, like Hank and and Dawn. Like I don't I think they're fine characters. I like them in season 1. I just feel like the dynamic with them within the team just has not meshed and I don't see it getting better because even during the fight they shoehorned their interpersonal dynamic, you know, Hank shows up, Dawn's like what are you doing here? Like, you know, is this really the time to have this conversation? Like if I can't get conversations with Dick and Corey over stuff, I don't care about, you know, conversations about you two just broke up. Right now Connor, in the middle of a- Right, yeah. like I mean, if we if if the if the excuse is like they're superheroes, people don't always have time to talk about that. Then why do they have time to talk about that in the midst of it? It was just some weird like moments in mm-hmm. in these fight scenes, there you was. know. And it was just kind of like, why are we shoehorning this in? Why do we need a conversation between Hank and Don about them not being you know there, but somehow they're still staying at the tower? I say the conversations were supposed to be written as if they were genius script. They were funny, they were dramatic, they had effect, they gave the show character. Unfortunately, it fell flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They didn't do any one thing all the way well. Yeah. I think, okay, so had the previous episodes had not happened, I would have thought this was a well-written episode. <laughs> if I didn't know what they were trying, if I didn't know about the stuff they were trying to build up to. Like, the there were funny moments. Corey was funny when she was, like, calling over to Connor. She was lively and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so it was a well-written episode because you got bits and pieces of these characters. But it was very clear that whoever wrote this episode wasn't really allowed to write the others because we had this time where stuff, you know, they had the hard task of making everything cohesive that we built up to. And whoever was doing it before didn't make it easy for them. <laughs> Basically, they had a very hard task. And with what they had, I say it wasn't the most horrible finale I've seen, but it wasn't earned for what it could have been. I, it didn't li- live up to this potential, especially like the whole Corey nerfing her thing and then that that whole them drinking soda pop at the end. I don't know. Was I supposed to care? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you never do. I so, do. I care sometimes. But did you care when Donna died? <laughs> I I was mad. I was so mad. <laughs> You you couldn't at least let Deathstroke kill her. Like, add more people to the fight. Give Donna a reason to, like, die. Not just like, oh, everybody's having a fun time. The episode's over. Oh, wait. Some random A tower just falls off. A tower, bitch, by the way, I feel like I could have held. I feel like (laughs) I could have stopped. Donna is one of the most powerful people in the DC Universe, and yet somehow could not hold up the... And... We also had Connor there. Right? Was Connor confused in that moment? Was he just standing there like, I can't do it. I'm just standing I'm here. I'm Connor. I'm the strongest <laughs> just person. Like, push it out the way. Right? Like, one... help her or something. And Because she held it for a good minute, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in none of those minutes to, does enough he Enough to electrocute her. Yeah. And then, like, in none of those minutes does Connor think, maybe I should jump in. Or how about <laughs> superpower no. Rachel, who can create entire worlds of people, but can't just use her. Can't use her power. powers to like hold it, it up. Hold it up. Like she's over here just breaking down doors and everything. I, I will Rachel's say that worthless. the one thing about the Titans is they they mishandle their powers. Mm-hmm. They, they do really not know. Do. How to, oh, I'm fighting Deathstroke. Donna, you sit in the car. Oh, we need a strong person to hold this. Donna, you go hold it. Connor, just stand where you are. 
Oh, we need to mind meld with someone? Jericho, stay in Rose's <laughs> body. Rachel, we're going to need you to do something you have not done the entirety of right? the show, which is wrap me, wrap him, and wrap her into this, and then I'm going to enter his mind and free him so he can see the light. Right? <laughs> like, just, why? They really need to make a chart and be like, especially because... We all know they're going to add more characters soon. And it's like they just need to think about when you add these characters and the powers that they have, think about the way it plays into the plot line. Because if you forget the way the powers play into the plot line, you're going to have a lot of moments like we had this episode where it just doesn't make sense that certain characters do one thing and certain characters don't. Or you're going to do what like what they did to Corey, which was just completely take her powers away so they wouldn't have to have the excuse that she could have probably basically stopped multiple scenes from happening. Mm -hmm. Well, at least with Corey, we did get something for next season, yes. which is her sister arrives back on Earth in the form of a mother who transformed, though. Like, this time transformed, yeah. Transformed yeah, like became into younger. Yeah. Younger, better looking. Wow. She she was. Mom, mom was cute. <laughs> younger, well, better looking. Well, she turns into Blackfire. Became yeah. hot. All yeah. of a sudden, she was... <laughs> even the kids were like, damn, Mom? <laughs> What was funny about that, though, is that we, if we remember from Fetty, Fetty, right? Fetty. Fetty. Yeah. Fetty Wap. Fetty, yes. Mm. Uh, when she did that to him, when Blackfire did that to him, you basically get killed from the inside. So Blackfire pretty much killed this, these kids' mother. Yes. Yeah. Which was kind of messed up. And then walks away from the kids who are still in the car. Oh, that was messed, messed up. up because what was messed up was when Gar was talking to the cutie at the coffee shop. <laughs> it was like, mom. oh, I know you're, I know you like almond sprinkled mochiatos or whatever you like. And she was like, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking to me? <laughs> everyone in the coffee play, shop. Play that music. <laughs> like, everyone killed everyone in the coffee shop. We forget these things and no one cared. No one no, felt. No, they all got. They, they, they should all be in jail. They all got oh. them have broken in the, the law end. at this point. Hank has robbed a laundromat. Uh, <laughs> Dick Grayson broke out of jail. Yeah, like, Rose is an assassin's assistant. Jason Todd, I, I, well, if nothing else, he stole the motorcycle. Like, <laughs> let's, they were they were squatting in some rich people's homes. Uh, who else has broken a law? I'm pretty sure. Pretty much, Don killed somebody with Hank. That guy mm -hmm. years ago. Just so much. I mean, they all—they all should be wanted criminals, and yet somehow they still have fans. That's what makes them got heroes. Though. For, they though. Got it was like they—they they literally clap, were like. the reason. I was expecting someone to come in and just be like, "Why is everyone clapping?" That the, both of these two guys mm -hmm. that are standing around now are the reason why we've been we're hovering in fear. In fear. <laughs> we've been in fear. And they stayed. Why didn't they run? Like I would that. Area should have been clear, clear. Uh, let's get into our special segment, shall we? That wasn't very smart. How stupid no! is stupid? What's it called? What's <laughs> that wasn't very smart. That wasn't very smart. No! Jeff, if you had to pick a that wasn't very smart <laughs> moment of the show, there were so many different people, so many different options. I mean, one, one. one that didn't make sense was a group of um, all of the four that was in the car that did decided not to fight Deathstroke and just let. Um, Jericho, Rose, and and Bruce, and not Bruce, um, Nightwing fight him. I thought that was just stupid. Same person. Yeah, but no! either way, I thought they were all. It didn't make sense. They were the dummy of the day for yeah. me. Why did they stay in the car? And then the one person who got out of the car is the person who didn't have power and got shot. Like Rachel, what are you doing? Period. She just no! wasn't doing anything. Well, Corey tried to jump out. Of the car. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. For what reason? What was Girl. the dumbest thing? 
in the show. What, what's the game name of the show? What's that wasn't game? very smart. What wasn't that very smart? Um, I honestly, it was. It, unfortunately, rest in peace. It was Donna. Like it was. I don't know if it was. It wasn't that very smart on the writers, or wasn't very smart on the character. <laughs> but she shouldn't have been. If she can't, which is weird because Wonder Woman can't actually literally control electricity. But if she can't do it. Why are you going to grab the thing? And then we get a whole speech about sacrifice when Connor's right there. No! I'm going to go with that wasn't very smart was when um, the guy who was kidnapped last week and told <laughs> everything was in the room, watched the bullet thing and was came out like, oh, well, so what's next? <laughs> and then Connor just threw the bullet at his head. Yeah, yep. He deserved that. I mean, yeah, but right true. now you just got you just spilled everything you mm-hmm. need to be the one who's like super quiet you need not <laughs> say anything you you need to you know like not draw any attention to you <laughs> he was so stupid was i, I so forgot stupid. about it that's so how stupid, stupid it was there were just so, so many stupid. moments let's get into <laughs> some news and gossip this whole episode <laughs> yes news and gossip After Buzz TV news. so this week has been totally dedicated to the Titans, and by this week, totally dedicated, I mean CBR, Screen Rant, and Sci-Fi Wire all have Titan episode drawn articles. Now, what also reminiscent of our show is they are all in negative review. <laughs> CBR.com has an entire article, Titans, Hawk and Dove should call it quits already. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Screen Rant. <laughs> DC's Titans wasted the team's biggest comic villains. Mm. And and here's the one. Titans Nightwing origin has a huge Batman problem. It just goes <laughs> more and more. And Screen Rant, by the way, and I would say Screen Rant is pretty official. Mm-hmm. Titans Bruce Wayne is officially the worst Batman ever. Mm. Mm-hmm. You can find all of these. They're they're good articles, good reads, and they detail, outline, explain their reasonings and have been met with a lot of acclaim. So it's unfortunate that such a good show is going in such a direction, especially since it's a show we love so much and has so much potential. And yet... We're all still looking for a season three. Yeah, I'm very excited. much looking for a season. I'm excited three. that they're gonna listen to us yep. and that they're gonna do better. Yeah, I'm, I see the potential. I have hope. I can't wait to see Damaris Lewis promoted, who was promoted to the series regular. Mm. Black yes, Blackfire. So Fire. we'll see her. Yes, I, she's awesome. She's she's my new Corey. I'm hoping it's a villain throughout the whole season that actually has a. <laughs> A great payoff. A purpose. Yeah. And I think so. And once again, this season has had several highlights. Let's not forget yes. some of the highlights. There have been great moments to the show, and I will not forget them. I just wanted more because we expect more, especially with shows like Watchmen, which Ryan and I talk about each and every week, are in existence. So now we know what you could be. Because when Titans came out, I was like, the CW shows need to step up. Now that Watchmen's out, I'm, I'm like, Titans needs to step up. Yeah. And also, Doom Patrol did such a great job. Oh, Doom mm-hmm. Patrol is one of my... It's probably my favorite DC Universe show. Well, I am going with Harley Quinn so far mm-hmm. right now, but just because it's so great. I think it's wonderful. Let's get into some predictions, shall we? Your After Buzz TV predictions. Jeff K. Robinson. <laughs> I think they're going to... They sent off Raven, Rachel, to go save Don Dove. Don. Donna, sorry. To go save Donna, and I think she's going to come back. I don't think there's going to be... There's not going to be a payoff. She died, and she's going to come back. Um, other than that, I see Jason coming back. 
I don't know why he left. He showed up at the funeral thing, and if he showed up there, he's going to come back next season. He's going to come back. Chauncey Williams Jr. Yeah, I think uh, I think Donna's going to return. I do agree with that. I don't think she's... Uh, because it happens in the comics, too, that she comes back, uh, maybe change. And, uh, well, I'm going to be very vague, but we're probably going to get more Titans next season, uh, even more people to focus on. I oh. think... <laughs> they meant more episodes. Like, then that I is agree vague. with both of you. But <laughs> it is very vague. I agree with both of you, but I will say this. I think Blackfire, obviously, is going to play the huge part, but I do think we get Lex Luthor by the end of season three. Well, yeah, mm. he'll probably be... You think he's going to be the one I think after. Cadmus is not done, and we're going to see a lot more Cadmus, yeah. and it's going to play in the whole concept of how do we get to space. But until then, we know how we might get there, but how do we get to you and find you? If you, guys, if you guys want to find me, I'm talking more DC as I do The Flash every every Tuesday nights, but you guys can follow me at Jeff Will Jr. on all your social media platforms. Chauncey, do you talk to Flash? No, not The Flash this season, but I am talking Harley Quinn, and you can find us on the after show panel for that, and I'm also on Rotten Tomatoes, as I am a film and TV critic there. Yes, she is. And I am Tehran all across the board. I-A-M-T-E-H-R-A-N. And also find me hosting and paneling on a slew of other After Buzz After Shows because all of your t- favorite TV shows are my favorite TV shows, too. We will be talking more Titans when it comes back. Mm-hmm. Until then, you can find us wherever you can find people. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.